in the Southside Pod. My name is Chris Lanuti, bellying up to my nine-foot homemade oak bar. Pour yourself a cold one as we sit in the basement on the south side of Chicago and cover everything in the area that matters most to you. If you're new to Southside Pod, this is how it works. It's 30 minutes of good in a world of dumb for Southsiders by Southsiders. My buddy Bill sitting here at the 9-foot homemade oak bar. Mike plays the acoustic guitar. Hannah pops in from time to time to help us out. And you should make sure you are subscribed everywhere podcasts can be found and always at southsidepod.com. Added to Spotify this week on iHeartRadio already. We're catching fire. Thank you very much for listening to us on the program this week. We have the Southside's own former White Sox pitcher Don Paul on the program, and we're going to kick it off with a brewer in our bar instead of us in his. A pitcher of beer, a pitcher of beer, let's order another pitcher of beer. That pitcher of beer should come over here. I love that pitcher of beer. We're actually bringing a brewer to the 9-foot homemade oak bar. Alan Cromwell's down here from Blue Island Beer Company. Al, how you doing? I'm doing great. Blue Island Beer Company in the heart of Blue Island, right there off of the bridge on Western Avenue. What, what, what's the address off the top 13357 Old Western Avenue, uh, next to Aztec Ink Tattoo. And you know what's great about it, uh, and Bill's been up there before. In fact, Bill's the guy that told me to go there the first time. It's a fantastic that was, place. That was you. You were like, you were like, oh, let's get up there. You should go up there and check this place out. And then when I drove to it, the thing that I thought was so cool is as you come over the bridge, if you're if you're coming from north of it, because because I'm over in the Evergreen area, if you're coming from from the north down the Blue Island. As you come over the bridge, it's off to the right there, and it almost feels like you're going to a secret spot. But right. it's not so secret yeah. to people in Blue Island because it's got a big giant parking lot to it. And like, well, and it that, used to be a car dealership. So is that how you? That's, that's what it used to that's be. Part of the 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 parking lot situation. Okay, I mean, you got all it that a, space the out there. Fiedler Dodge dealership for most of the building's uh, life. Okay, but but now you got the brewery in there, and you got a nice big back room that I'm sure you can't wait to start using once everything opens up. You are correct. And and you've done some great festivals there, and I'm looking forward to the world opening up for you. And you had gotten to the point where you were actually keeping, if I'm not mistaken, fire pits going outside just so you could keep things going. And people showed up, right? We've had a very loyal audience on the weekends for our uh, Fire Pit Fridays, and which now are Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, Who doesn't love drinking around a Fire yeah. Pit? It's Fire Pit every day. You know, campgrounds are closed and things like that. You can't go you know, for the wintertime. So you're now in a gravel parking lot up against a bridge <laughs> in Blue Island. Drinking fantastic beer. It's outside. Right? The, the right. beer is great, yeah. but it's... Uh, There's nothing more Southside than standing around in a winter coat talking to strangers around a fire drinking beers next to a bridge. It's, some really good conversations around that fire pit so um, the i have no problems. complaints yeah <laughs> that's good that's good so uh I, i'm a fan you already know that i've stopped in with other podcasts to kind of check things out uh but i wanted to make sure that we brought you to the folks at Southside pod and let them hear a little bit about your beer so you brought over all the staples today i brought the three flagship beers from blue island beer company yeah. the five bridges german kolsch the massive political corruption pre-prohibition amber ale and the Hard Luck IPA, um, American IPA, kind of a mix between the, the East Coast and West Coast that we're uh, having nowadays uh, that are popular. Now, I know that I've seen Hard Luck and Five Bridges inside of Binnie's every once in a while. Does the yeah, other one make it in there as well? No, they uh, 
the amber hasn't made it to their inventory. As you know, Benny's is, uh, especially the Evergreen Park location, is a former bowling alley. So there's just... They got everything. Uh, wall-to-wall beer there. <laughs> and for some reason, there's still not enough room for the massive political corruption. There, so. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you brought them down. Bill and I have drank there before. That's the first one that we cracked open. Absolutely. Like yeah. we cra- and, and that's because I think this is probably like... I, you, you're like, these are, the, these are the three cornerstone beers. And your, your IPA is great. So, and and, you, and your five bridges is solid. But the, the massive political corruption, not only is it something that like I will, it's like my go-to bill when I walk in there and he's got a barrel age thing for like 12%. And I'm like, and I'm going to throw one of these in every once in a while so I can make it home that night. And especially living in Illinois, the name is just so apropos. It's perfect. How do, who comes up with the names? You know, I think the three of them are kind of self-explanatory. Massive political corruption, as you said, the official state bear of Illinois. <laughs> the uh, five bridges is a uh, diamond train crossing that's one of the few in the the, the country and world. And you're right that there, is just where right it is. down the road on yeah. Broadway. Yeah. And then uh, hard luck. I think the South Side's had a bunch of it. So that's awesome, man. I think you, those are uh, pretty easy. You've incorporated a lot of the train bridges. It's yeah. in your logo. It's on a lot of your cans. Uh, is it, and you know, you're right next to the tracks, basically you're, you're, yeah. you're, you're right, basically right there. And you've really embraced that whole, uh, image, you know, uh, as we say, uh, all roads lead black back to blue Island and get stopped by a train. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know, the, uh, the main logo are the Metro bridges that are just, uh, they're North of us on, uh, old Western Avenue. And they're just such an iconic, uh, image of the town. And, um, so it, there's a literal photo that we used to get to that logo that was shot just looking north on Old Western Avenue. And then, uh, you know, the five bridges are really cool to think, like the five main national train lines all crisscrossed through the Blue Island area and the, the um, you know, the south side one as far back as Abraham Lincoln and everything else. So that's pretty cool. And the, then, the bridge um, logo was awesome. It's like one of the things that drew me to the brewery like originally before I knew a whole lot about it. Uh, I ended up like buying a t-shirt, I think, online before I even went to the brewery because I love the logo so much. The logo's it's awesome. It's cool. It's really like, cool. You have that one, you have that bar sign in there where the bridge is coming out of the side of the wall. And I keep looking at it going, man, I got to become friends with Alan. So he leaves that in his <laughs> will. It can end up in my bar down in my basement. I'll be honest, Alan. There's a few times I said, if Al dies, you think I could get that? The, the price went up, but you'll be happy to know it was a gift to us. By um, the Collier Signs, which is a legendary Blue Island yeah. a sign company who's done all sorts of stuff that you'll notice from around town in uh, the south side. And uh, the son, like, son-in-law, I believe, made it out of old bed frames and stuff. That's and awesome. if you kind of get closer and look at it, it's really? pretty, pretty cool yeah. how uh, it's all put together. So, so let, why don't we talk about what the place is normally like? Because I know things have been rough during the pandemic. And just like every other person that we've talked to, you guys have all had to do come up with every idea possible to try to make sure the doors stay open and that you're able to survive. And the only good news to me is I, you and I have talked just like I've talked to a lot of the other people that come on this show. And we've talked about you know how it was throughout this entire thing. But I think you've done a good job. I imagine as things open up, you're starting to see that light at the end of the tunnel and you're looking forward to the stuff that you used to get to do. You normally will have groups in the front. There were times where you would have a group in the front and a group in the back because you got a stage in the back as well. Right, yeah. This place, 
when things get back, this place hops. Like right now, it's fun. It's very neighborhoody and it's a lot of fun. I encourage people to go over there right now and check it out because now that you can bring people indoors, you've got room in the indoors, you got the high tables, you got space for people to sit inside where it's warm and you still got the fire pit outside. But I mean, this place hops when you're able to finally get everything going, right? When it's back to normal business, you know, we have 7,600 square feet. Uh, the front is 1,200 square feet of tap room and then the brewing area. And then there's a whole other half of it that is just a big back warehouse that we use for music and shows and, and parties, uh, fundraisers. You had a beer um, fest back there. With like, you were with part the, of the Dixie Highway Brewery Dixie Trail, so you Highway, had a big thing yep. for that there. And you were there on very supportive, and we appreciate that. Oh, no problem. Um, I Anytime know you, I can go and drink I know beer. You've been, yeah, like, you've been singing like the gospel you, like, for a while. Listen, so. 50% is because I like you. 50% is because <laughs> I have a drinking problem. So I like to go to places and drink beer. And this is a great excuse for me to be able to do it. Uh, all right, so... Uh, the beer is great. I have a segment, if you don't mind hanging out and doing with us, yeah, that we're going to do, and it's going to be a brand new thing here for Southside Pod, and it'll give you an opportunity to have us taste one of your other beers. Yeah. So my idea is we'll do this, and we'll have you, we'll, you get to pick out what you'd rather us try. Out of, we've already gone with the massive political corruptions. You, you pick five bridges or the, or the hard luck. And we'll come back. We'll drink that in just a little bit here, and we will play our game. This is a new. I figured you're, you're the, the first, game. Oh yeah, we're gonna. Have, we're, I came up with a game this oh, week. Oh god, it's <laughs> gonna go swimmingly. Yeah, this right. is gonna go great. Okay, it's Southside Pod found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at SouthsidePod.com. You may think you know everything there is to know about Durbin's of Evergreen Park, but I'm betting you haven't heard about all of the changes since 1987. Durbin's has been family owned and operated and their Evergreen Park location has been upgraded. Interior upgrades, kitchen upgrades, service upgrades, even the roof is new, and they're looking to welcome you back. Dine-in, carry-out, contactless delivery, full family chicken dinners, barbecue ribs, broiled burgers, meatball sandwiches, and that famous award-winning pizza. Looking for something on the light side? Try the chicken walnut salad with blue cheese crumbles and a honey mustard vinaigrette. Eat well and have an ice cold beer with your neighbors. Come check out the newly improved Durbins of Evergreen Park at 10240 South Kedzie Avenue or visit them today at DurbinsPizza.com. Don Paul, how are you? I am wonderful. Thanks for having me on here, Chris. You're an Evergreen Park native and a former MLB pitcher. And are you the kid that everybody knows is the best kid on the team when you're younger? Or does it do you develop as you get older? I mean, were you the star on your team? Because you did make it to the majors. Not a lot of people can say that. No, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird story. Because to me, I was generally one of the better players probably on the teams that I played growing up. I was you know on a lot of the all-star teams and things. But... Nobody ever looked at me and said, wow, look at him. He's going to be in the major league someday. That guy's going places. Nobody ever said that about me. Like I said, I was even in high school. My high school, senior year of high school at Evergreen, I wasn't even all-conference. I mean, I was one of the better pitchers on the team, but I was not the standout, the guy or nothing. I said, I couldn't even make all-conference. Nobody was recruiting me. Nobody, no colleges were coming out looking at me or nothing. So, I mean, I had a you know nice. I did well playing baseball growing up, but there was certainly nobody thought I'd do whatever I ended up doing. I'm going to geek out on you just a little bit here. We have a nine foot homemade oak bar that we sit down here and we do the show from here in my basement that I built. And since I built it, I just I put a little some touches into it. I had all these old Chicago White Sox baseball cards that I collected throughout my life. 
and I took a bunch of them and put them under laminate, and they're all in this bar rail that runs behind a thing. I had to go look after I found out you were going to be on the show. I got a Don <laughs> Paul with the two ends sitting on there at the back end of Don, sitting right down here in the bar. I think it's hysterical. <laughs> is it cool or is it weird that people recognize you as, hey, you you were on the Sox, man. You were a major league ball player. You you have a very interesting major league history we could get into if we if we had a ton of time. I believe I would imagine you ended up with a World Series ring in '97 with the Marlins, correct? I did, in fact. Yes, I did get a World Series ring in '97 with the Marlins, and I got a National League Championship ring with the Phillies in '93. You know, both places. Uh, you know, I was just right place, right time. You know, I I almost feel half guilty about. It. I'm thinking there's so many great players. They played in the major leagues who may have never gotten a ring, and here is a guy like me walking around with two of them, sort of. You know, it's just crazy. You were a Sox fan when you grew up, right? I mean, you're a Southsider. I'm assuming you're a White Sox fan. Yep, grew up a Sox fan, grew up going to Comiskey and things, and and that's why it was just so incredible. I, I say I feel so fortunate. I mean, not only to get to the major leagues, but to to get to the major leagues for your favorite hometown team on top of it is just unbelievable. It's just, just ridiculous. Your family sent you over to Martyrs at one point. You went to Brother Rice. So was it weird for Mom that all of a sudden you pick up the nickname, the Pope Don Paul? Did she, <laughs> did she like that name, or did she go, oh, my goodness, don't let him call you that? They, uh, yeah, they were okay with it. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of funny, and uh, you know, I, I kind of thought it was interesting, you know, the nickname of, of the Pope, and because I was, I'm Catholic and uh, I'm Polish, like the Pope was when uh, they gave me that nickname. So, <laughs> but you know, some, you know, some people, some fans just really took it too far, and they're, I got, you know, angry fan, you know, letters from people saying, you know, how can you be sacrilegious calling yourself the Pope? Like, I, like I made it up myself, and I'm, you know, calling myself this thing. You know, it's, uh, yeah, some people just just don't get it. I don't know. Yeah, it's not something you come up with. It's not like you trademark, you know, the Pope, and right. then you walk around with Pope wear on all the time <laughs> whenever you got in front of the cameras. I mean, it's, you're, not, you're not Jay-Z. Living in your hometown, basically, and playing for your home team, even that one year where you had to look at yourself in the mirror and go, why am I wearing a Cubs jersey? Like, I mean, like, does that bother you? It's like when you're a Sox fan, you grow up on the South Side, you're a Sox fan your entire life. You get to play for the White Sox. When you put on a Cubs jersey, do you sit there and say, well, they gave me a job. It was very strange for sure. And, and I was grateful that they, they were the ones that gave me a job. Nobody else, uh, you know, offered to hire me at that point. So I was happy to do it and happy to be there anyway. It was it was only uh, a week, I think, that I was there before uh, the strike in '94. So yeah, yeah, it was yeah, very brief. Yeah, well, at least it was at least it was brief. Once in a while, I am back around there in the neighborhood, and it's always great to uh, drive back and uh, see what's going on out there down 95th Street. All right, well, if you're ever back in the area, you're always welcome over here, and I appreciate you coming on the show. And happy to do it. Let me know if you ever want me again. In what was Lake Chicago, just as history was born. An island bathed in azure blue by miracle was formed. As time went by the land, when dry folks came from far and near, they said, we've got the perfect spot. What's missing is the beer. Sandy beaches or palms swaying in the breeze. No need to retrace Lewis and Clark or sail the seven seas. Forget about the imports, we're brewing it right here. 
just look for the bridges and that great Blue Island beer. Blue Island beer. Blue Island beer. Okay, hold, hold on a second. That thing sounds like it was made in like 1945. That's what I mean. Like, and, and, and he that, did it on like Pro Tools. So this is your dad who did this? His dad, and he did all the instruments. All the instruments. Alan's dad it's did amazing. all the instruments for the Blue Island Beer Company. Can we get that? Like, can we press that on a 45 and sell it at the brewery? Right, yeah. And how do I get him to make uh, songs yeah, you know for what? me? Because that's better than anything Bill's ever come up with. He didn't even get to the hook. <laughs> all right, so, so Alan Cromwell's back down here from Blue Island Beer Company, Bibco for short. I always call it Bibco. Do, pe- do people call it that? Do people do call it Bibco or is it just me and you? You do it too. Like, when we're texting, I'm like, you want to go up to Bibco? Like, we do that. I think that's uh, how it really started, just and then you started verbalizing it as Bibco. Now I'm making it Bibco. Yeah. All right, well, you know what? uh, You know, we'll keep your phone. You aren't a trendsetter. It has come up before. (laughs) 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 All right. So I asked him to pick one of his beers, and he insisted we try them both. So. Uh, Bill, we're going to do quick reviews of these things, yes. and then as we drink, I'm gonna we're going to try a new game here. So first off, let's do the Hard Luck. This is the IPA. That's the one that's closest to you, Bill. And tell us a little bit about this beer, Al. So it's a quintessential American IPA, 6.8%. It was just canned yesterday, so you can really taste oh, yeah, the freshness fresh. and the, the hops on it. Um, uh, features uh, Simcoe hops, which are just a really big, uh, piney, Almost cat piss kind of uh, taste and hop, that but it almost but love. there's still there's almost like a fruity taste to it, even though yeah. you're saying well, that and to that's, me. Well, that is also from the sweetness of the malt and um, the uh, the yeast that we particularly use in this uh, IPA. Can I give you a little tip? Oh, uh, you're, you're, <laughs> you're gonna tell the guy. No, I'm gonna don't... give him a tip. All I'm right. gonna give him a tip. You're the first brewer I've ever talked to that described it as a cat piss ingredient. Well, that might not be a good idea going well, forward. How about ca- okay. aroma? How about Vinegar. we say uh, can? Folks, tastes like cat piss. It doesn't. Like, don't say that. You know, in, in the world nowadays, there's a, a number of things that taste like cat piss that people ingest. True. Very true. You got hops. You got medicinal marijuana. It's oh, my God. Not the first time you'll hear it used. And it's not the last time. Right. People so, know what that means, I feel. So I think it's, it's the People good. know what it means. Okay, cool. Uh, we also have the five bridges. Now, what style is this? So it's a German Kölsch style. And it Kölsch. Is, so it's a, it's a, it's got the K with the O and the umlogs yeah, over the top. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. Kölsch. And it's, you know, the... I would say the L version of a lager or a Pilsner beer is going to be also a little sweeter than those two, which have a drier um, finish to it. Did you make the, this for the, like the domestic beer crowd so you had something for when people came it, walking in? We wanted uh, a beer like this for an easier drinking uh, normal beer beer. I'm that guy when I walk, because Chris is like this a is beer yours, connoisseur. Man. This You're is like yours. the beer kind. You can yeah. talk about the, you know, this is yours. This, this is flavor your and then after, right. whatever. I don't understand all that. But all you right. know, we have people in there often for parties who, you know, sheepishly come up and say, you know, I normally don't drink this stuff. I'm like, well, what do you normally like to drink? Uh, Miller Lite or Bud Light, and I was like, I got the perfect beer for you, and they and love it. And, it, and it's, it is. It, it's Sometimes a it's a little, little right. stronger than right. uh, those folks are used to because it, it's just uh, over five percent. But um, it fits in the wheelhouse, and we've made a lot of fans because of that beer. That's it's awesome. delicious. It's very good. Like, like I said, I, I couldn't really give it a rating as far as like you know all these different flavors and stuff. But I usually do like you know, can I drink six of them or can I drink twelve of them? That would be like my rating. Like. Six would be a oh, bad give guy. me a break. Yours is whether or not you can drink 10 of them or 30 of them. Okay. You're right, you're right. This is, a, this is a damn good beer, though, though. This is a damn good beer. Is it hard luck? That, that's the hard luck. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's, you, and then no, the Five Bridges is over the there. The Five Bridges is that one right yeah, there. He was still savoring the cat. He's still drinking oh, yeah, that. delicious. I want another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this? It's now time for a brand new game. This may be the first time we play it. It may become a regular thing out here on Southside Pod. 
Tell us about your town. So the basic rules of this, uh, Bill and I can throw out random questions to you, and you're going to, as a representative of Blue Island, tell us about your town. Now, I understand that these are all villages. I get it. But tell us about your village didn't roll off the tongue like tell us about your town. And if it's a neighborhood in Chicago, tell us about your neighborhood is even more confusing. So tell us about your town. That's what we're going with. I like it. All right. That's it. it it's catchier. You're There's putting two them on T's a spot a little bit, though. I am. That's the plan. But I figure maybe this will teach people that are not from Blue Island who may want to come there and enjoy an evening out or do something during the day. Your personal recommendations. You're you're one. You're part owner, right? It's like two guys, part owner of a Blue Island beer company. It's a partnership, and you are an expert, I would assume, on things going on in Blue Island. You put your business there. You guys are a focal point of the Blue Island community. It's the I go to Blue Island more for your brewery than any other thing. But I have now walked through Blue Island and checked out other places. So let's ask Alan some questions. It's a pretty cool town. It's it's, it's deeply like rich in history. I feel like there's a lot of it's it's, it's it's an awesome little town. There's some beautiful homes. You go down some of the streets are just like gorgeous. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that I don't want people to take offense to because I thought oh, it, no. it was said out of love. Okay. My wife said it reminded her of home. Now my wife is from Wheeling, West Virginia, but it reminded her of home because she's like it seems like this really close community. And the way yeah. the houses are built remind her about the houses that are along. along Wheeling, West Virginia old, old. is a very pretty little town. Okay. I mean, it really has these very pretty little neighborhoods sure and it's along the Ohio River. And like you hear West Virginia, you think it's a bunch of hillbillies. I'm just saying that it had like that, the way everything is set up in the yeah. town and the fact that everybody seemed to know each other. That's what she took Even out of Blue Sometimes Island. like on Old Western where, where the, the brewery is, it feels like you're almost going back in time a little bit. Like it's oh, just yeah. like, it's like an old town, like yeah. small town feel. Like I mean, at, movies, you know? at minimum, I feel like I'm my father in the seventies and I'm going <laughs> out to go drink it in Blue Island. When I go to Blue Island, I feel old school when I go to Blue Island. So let's ask the first question. You have, you're married, right? You have a yes. lovely wife. Okay, so you are going out in Blue Island with your lovely wife, and it is date night. Give me the best restaurant to take your wife to in Blue Island. She doesn't really like to come to Blue Island with me. Because are you kidding me? I'm trying. I want you to recommend things in Blue Island. I mean, like, are you kidding me? This is, this is this is bad for Blue Island right off I the bat. I can't go anywhere Alan, with her. Alan, you already, here's the thing, Alan. You already called your beer cat piss, and you just said your wife won't even come into Blue Island. Like, maybe we should erase this interview. So, like, like, no, you have to understand it. Anywhere I go in town, I'm like an ambassador, and people oh, want to talk to me. Right, they want to yeah. be around that. If they didn't know who you were. Is there a spot that you that you that you are like this is good food? Give me a good food spot in Blue Island that you would recommend to people. Well, we love Mario's Tacos right I down was the say street. Mario's Tacos. You've been to Mario's. I love it. Who, uh, has a long history in town. It is a tradition for myself and other families, and um, you know it just feels like home, like you just said uh, that your wife expects when she goes to Wheeling, West Virginia. That's awesome. That's <laughs> delicious, awesome. delicious tacos. All yeah. right, another tell me about your town thing here. Uh, you've, you've got kids, right? I have an eight-year-old. All right, so you got a daughter. Got an eight-year-old. I know that things are different now, but I'm sure Blue Island has different events and things that happen, and there's parks and stuff like that. Like, you're looking for something to do with the kids in Blue Island. Would you would you recommend something? Well, now we have the Calsag bike trail coming through uh, that has a spur off of Old Western Avenue and a few of the completed bridges at Chatham Street and Division Street, and it takes you uh, along the Calsag and uh, connects to the Major Taylor Trail. And that has been fun to see families enjoying that. 
Okay. I was just in Blue Island uh, two days ago. Uh, we just recently had a, a big snowstorm. Yes. And everyone on you know on Facebook and social media, where are they go sledding here? Where's a good sledding hill? Where's a good 127th at Memorial Park? Awesome sledding hill in Blue Island. Uh, Take your kids there. Parking's right there. That's also it's, right. It's perfect. That's very cool. All right. Another one. Tell me about your town. If I was drinking at Blue Island Beer Company and suddenly all the taps ran dry and I had to pick some other place to go you get a beer. You can't ask him that. I want to just know. Is there another spot that he would I'm go supportive. try a beer? He's go, supportive go to other places. Go to Biddy's and buy a hard luck. <laughs> Drink in the parking lot by the fire. Yeah, I, mean, like, but, I mean, I want people to go try out the Blue Island Beer Company, but like, let's say they want to go someplace and they're like, I just want to, you know, I want to get a Miller Lite or something like that. Well... It's also a craft beer bar, but the Rock Island Public House are good friends of ours just down the road at Broadway and Old Western Avenue. And we share uh, a lot of the same audience, but have a little bit different vibes yeah. that it turns into a great evening for people doing the Old Western promenade up and down the street. We went to your place. I'll tell you a, a, a true story. Uh, Bill and his lovely wife and, and me and mine, we were at your spot. You had a Beatles cover band or something like yeah. that there. It, it was insane. The parking lot was Wall to wall, it was insane. Okay, yeah, and, 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 yeah, yeah, I remember that night. It yeah. was amazing. So we were there, and we're like, all right, and there, the crowd was big, and we're like, and we had had a few over here, there at uh, Blue Island Beer Company, and I and I was like, well, it's the girls were getting like a little crowded. I'm like, all right, well, where else we we walked out? That was the first time I was in that place. Yeah, and that was a really that they had some good craft beer things. I will tell you this though, I do enjoy going to a brewery a little more than going to a place that's got a bunch of different craft beers. Because when you go to the brewery, I think one of the coolest things, Bill, and back me up on this if you want to, is you get to talk to guys like Alan. How many times are you sitting there in Blue Island Beer Company and behind the bar or walking around? Because I always think that when the brewer or one of the owners is there, yeah. you get the stories behind the beer, you get to talk to them about the beer. That's one of the things I enjoy about going to breweries. The fact that I'm drinking something right now that you said was canned yesterday, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Like... That's pretty cool. Uh, it is a cool part of, uh, you know, being there five days a week almost uh, and three days a week bartending. Um, you know, you, I, I know every nook and cranny of uh, of the place and all the stuff that we're doing. So you can answer just about any question for uh, old customers, new customers. And um, it definitely has made us a lot of fans. That's very, very cool. All right. You have a website. Give out the website to everybody. BlueIslandBeerCo.com. And give the address one more time. 13357 Old Western Avenue in the gravel parking lot next to Aztec Inc. Tattoo. And you are part of the Dixie Highway Brewery Trail. Are you open seven days a week? We're open seven days a week. Boom. Get out there. Buy what? a t-shirt or a hoodie. They're awesome. Yeah. He already, Bill bought a t-shirt tonight. <laughs> They're very cool. They're just, they look cool. <laughs> Alan was coming over and we knew he was going to bring some beers to taste. And Bill sends me a message. He's like, ask if he can bring over this t-shirt I see on his website. Like you have all these like cool shirts and things with the logos. Like if you have a basement bar, like I'm already looking at like, I'm like, I got to get a couple taster sign, glasses. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm gonna. You're gonna make money off of me just coming down here because I was oh, looking at your website have, today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you have. Trust me, you've made some money off of the Lanudis. We're in there an awful lot. Blue Island Beer Company. Check them out. Alan, as always, thanks for joining us on Southside. Thank you Pod. for your support. You know, I get muscle aches all the time. I've gone from being able to do whatever I want to and not feeling any pain to basically getting pain for any kind of physical activity. Good news, there's a local family-owned Southside business that provides a CBD topical that will not break the bank. Creaky Bone Balm offers concentrated relief for creaky bones. It is an effective hemp-based CBD in a rejuvenating balm. And guess what? 
It's made in small batches, always free of preservatives and all natural ingredients. It's great for muscle aches, tension, inflammation, joint pain. You can even use it for skin ailments like burns and dry cracked skin. Right now, go to creakybone.com and use the promo code BASEMENT. Get 20% off your order. Whether it's physical activity or off-season stress, Creaky Bone's going to help you out. Use that promo code BASEMENT, 20% off your order, right now at creakybone.com. Folks, thanks for listening to Southside Pod yet another week. We'll be back again next Thursday, each and every Thursday. It will hit your favorite podcast player, and we are everywhere. We also want to be everywhere on the South Side. If you know of a business that needs some promotion, especially coming out of probably the worst year ever to own a business, let us help promote them to the folks on the South Side. Give us a call 24-7-365. Leave a message. Tell us all about them. 708-459-8406-708-459-8406. Local call. Tell us what's going on around you. Bill, myself, the rest of the crew, back next week. We'll see you Thursday. Make sure you tell your friends. Continue to listen and subscribe everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at SouthsidePod.com. Another show is wrapped up. Another show's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. And then by the looks, it's going to be a good one. And we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement. And the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up. Another show is wrapped up. And by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nude is basement. Broadcast basement. The Nudist Basement The Broad Basement Slancha That was like Dropkick Murphys or something, right? (laughs) I felt like it